So this today um, is our first podcast um, and we've got a very special guest with us today. It's Hannah from Budget With Me um, who has successfully grown her Instagram page um, to now have over 11,000 followers. Um, she posts some brilliant content and we're really lucky to have her with us today. Um, so hello Hannah and we've also got Drew, um, the co-founder at Tuck. Um, so lovely to have you both here today. Hannah, um, firstly, it'd be great if you could do a little introduction about yourself, what you do, um, and, and and what's been going on with Budget With Me. Yeah, so I'm Hannah, um, and I have been running Budget With Me for nearly three years now, uh, sharing my money journey, um, and it's kind of grown from there. My original plan with the page was to create something that I could use to motivate myself uh, and keep myself accountable. So my main goal was to save for a house deposit with my boyfriend. Um, and I was using Instagram as a way to, you know, meet other people who are going through that, especially young people. Um, and it's kind of grown from there, really. I now share not only my journey, but I share tips and tricks that I've learned. I'm not an expert, but I've learned a lot on my journey that I really want to share with uh, other people like myself. Fantastic. And I think I think prior to the call starting, um, you actually mentioned how maybe the lockdown has helped you really grow your page and really interact with some of the followers you've got and, and the effects of sort of being able to spend more time on that from a social media perspective. Yeah, I think that's one positive. Um, definitely. My, uh, you know, having 12 months really to really concentrate on Instagram and, you know, get high quality content out um, is definitely helped. That's, that's one positive because I work full time as well. So I normally do 50 hours a week, maybe let, maybe more. And, you know, before lockdown my posts were good they were okay because that's what helped me you know grow to 10k but the last year having that extra hours in the day to really think about the content I'm sharing and I'm making it has it has made a massive difference and I guess for me like how has that road to 10k been uh easy has it been a graft have been like figuring out what kind of content to put out and what's going to engage followers and stuff yeah, it's been it's been hard. Like I think anyone who is trying to, you know, I wasn't necessarily trying to grow my Instagram through the followers. Um, it everyone always goes, oh, it's never about the followers. It is nice reaching a milestone because it is fantastic reaching ten k. Um, but it was more about just making sure that my content was for my followers. You know, making sure that they are enjoying it. But it has been hard. You know, you have to watch what you say on Instagram. Um, you have to make sure the posts look good. Um, and obviously Instagram is so fickle as well. You know, one last week I was doing really bad on my engagement, yet this week I'm doing really well. So it has been tough, but I've enjoyed it. And like I said, the last 12 months being off work, it has kept me busy and it's been fun. I've met some incredible people as well, which I think makes it even better. It's such a nice community. Yeah, me and Neil were discussing this as well, like um, running any sort of social media page and trying to keep followers engaged, trying to think about good content posts is not easy. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not like a find a post and click post. It's it's a lot of research, hard work. And um, yeah, no, I completely sympathise with you. Yeah, because it, you don't want to come across as uh, samey as well. I don't want to keep creating the same thing. So I've tried to go from 
um, just sharing my my journey because that's what I'm known for. And I share my journey, but I share tips and tricks as well. And that has obviously helped my following because um, people don't just want to see my journey. I mean, not a lot of people care about my journey, but um, they want to know things that they can do. They want to know how they can save £10,000 in a year and they want to know how they can um use different sites to help them with money you know they want to know that type of content so that having that has been it's been great you mentioned there something about you know the 10 saving ten thousand pounds and you know trying to use your money to do more stuff and using sites is there any key tips that you have on potential saving methods and you know with people potentially going out more post lockdown um how they can continue to save what they whatever they may have done during this lockdown period when they were at home yeah, I think planning, I, I always say planning is the way forward. I mean, what I do personally, so today's my payday. So I look for the next four weeks and if I have anything coming up, so I know that I'm going back to work in the next four weeks. So I need to make sure that I have petrol money. I need to make sure that I have money so that I can meal prep for, um, for work as well. So I'm not spending extra money. So taking sort of two minutes every month, beginning or end of your month, to go over the next few weeks and look at what could be a possible expense does help massively. Um, and doing things like saving challenges as well, I think they're, they're so much fun. And, you know, they, they you um, stay motivated. So doing stuff like that is awesome. Um, and it's, it's really simple things. Like, um, so if you're someone who spends a lot online, you know, and it's a real problem for you, try removing um, the apps from your phone. That helps. Obviously, you want to keep the ones that, you know, help you earn extra money, <laughs> um, you know, at cashback sites and stuff. But um, to get, like, for me, Amazon's a big one. So I have to remove it every so often because I'm so tempted to buy on it, uh, which is dangerous. Uh, also, like, your email marketing as well. You know, if you get loads of emails through. I had one last week from a clothing brand that sent me an email telling me they got 50% off. And I was so tempted to buy because I got sent this email. I didn't think about going on their website. So doing that as well really helps save the pennies. So I think, I think that was going to be one of the next questions, right? Like, in terms of, like, some of the key tips on saving. And that was something I've not really heard before, which is, like, um, if you have any shopping apps or anything like that, just just delete them because because I'm, I'm i'm a victim to that right like uh, i go on amazon now and again and as soon yeah. as as soon as like a deal of the day or i want something which i don't really need and i'll end up spending 50 quid on it which is just not good so yeah i think you know that's one to note down right <laughs> delete apps yeah. and unsubscribe from emails <laughs> yeah i think because it's in front of you 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 see it more which sounds really sort of yeah. daft but when i say that to people just delete the apps you know they're like oh I didn't think of doing that. And it's so simple. And things like going through your online accounts and actually removing your bank details because how easy is it to just go, oh, I need that pen, so I'm just going to quickly buy it. And it takes seconds for that money to go. But when you've actually got to put your bank details in, you sort of think, mm, do I? Do I really need it? And also leaving stuff in your basket as well for a day really helps because you either forget or it goes up in price and you think, nah, I'm not interested. <laughs> That's a really good or, or, or you actually think, do I really need it? And it's yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, it's about knowing, is it, is, is it a want or a need? But obviously, I think this is so, with budgeting and saving money, I think people think that you're not allowed to have fun and you're not allowed to treat yourself because 
you can i do i bought myself a brand new diary you know um because i wanted it and it was a lot of money but it was something that i've saved up for and it was what i wanted so i think it's difficult to say is it a want or is it a need because it it kind of is a bit of both i suppose but you just have to be sensible i think that's the main and changing your mindset as well that's really difficult yeah this is this is really good i think um I really like the whole thing about sort of the wants and needs because everybody has one million wants, but whether or not you actually need it is a completely different story. Yeah. <laughs> like, do I need another diary for this year? Probably not. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I've got three, so I might as well make it an even number. No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is. It's difficult to kind of decide. Um, but I think, you know, I, for me personally, I used to spend. It doesn't sound a lot, but I used to spend sort of 50 to £100 a month on clothes. And it was stuff I didn't need. You know, I work a lot, so I don't have much time to wear normal clothes, if you like, other than work yeah. uniform. So it was just constantly wasting money. And I'd go, oh, yeah, I need that new top. But it would my wardrobe for months. So and my rule of thumb is as well, if, you've ha- if you haven't used it for a month, get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> interesting interesting tips there yeah because especially it's that period now that we're going post lockdown as well like i know from my own experience being at home you know not having much outgoing other than the daily living costs like it's been great um so it has been me (laughs) so um, exactly right different scenarios different circumstances but as soon as things start going out and your friends say let's go for a drink or let's go out for a meal suddenly that stuff will start appearing and popping up out of nowhere i guess especially the weather improves yeah, I mean, so for me, um, my boyfriend and I, we live in separate places. He lives in Swindon, I live in Bristol. So every month in normal times, we were paying for petrol, we were paying for dates. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say it has been great. Not <laughs> It sounds awful, but having that extra money, you know, to save over £100 a month on petrol alone, because I'm not going to work, I'm not travelling to and from Swindon, you know, it has helped. But I think as well, it's definitely changed my mindset because we've both sat down and we've gone, John, we don't actually really need to go on all these expensive dates anymore. We can do your exercise for the day. You can go out and do your hour walk or whatever it is you're allowed to do now. And you can sit in a park. And it has changed my mindset anyway about the way I used to spend because I thought I didn't spend a lot, obviously, because I've changed in the last three years. But then when I look at what I've saved the last 12 months, because everything's been closed, I think actually I probably was still spending money on stuff I didn't really need. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what it's about though, right? Like um, I, I similar situation to yourself, um, living in London obviously has its cost. We have rent and like travel yeah. was a big one. Lunch was a big one. Every time I travel to work, that's about five pounds a day. And then lunch automatically becomes like five to six pounds, depending on what I get. Um, but I really enjoyed not having those outgoings every day. But now it's just about trying to trying to continue doing that, I guess, like trying to figure out like other ways to save and, and be good with my money. It's super, super. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about trying to find ways. I mean, when I first started my journey, I was spending a lot of, like yourself, you know, traveling to work. Even though I only lived 10 minutes from work, I couldn't be bothered to make myself a sandwich for work. So I'd pop into the shop and... You buy your sandwich and then you buy a drink and then you buy your snacks. And then before you know it, you spent nearly £10. You'd be like, oh, rubbish. So now I meal prep and I take, you know, an hour on a Sunday, I think, or whatever day of the week it is, you know, and I plan my meals for the week and then I know exactly how much I'm spending. So I'll 
so for when I go back to work, I'll give myself £20 a week. And I'll, I live at home as well, I should say that. So I'm very lucky um, that I can only, you know, can do just £20 a week. But uh, £20 a week, and I'll do all my meals for the week because of meal prepping, because I have the stuff, a lot of it at home already. So it, it all helps changing your lifestyle a little bit. It definitely does make a difference, and and it's true, right? That that it goes back to the point you alluded to right at the beginning, right? Planning is sort of key, and planning is everything. Yeah. Um, probably leads us nicely onto the next question, and you know, people are always looking for, I guess, side hustles, passive income. How can they add to their additional incomes that they do? Is there anything that you would sort of recommend for people to do again post lockdown, um, or whether you know they're still on furlough or beyond that? Is there any other recommendations of tools or? platforms that, that you could that you could give them yeah i for me um i've been doing surveys so online surveys so um companies are willing to pay you for your opinions and your views on their products or um their websites whatever, whatever it might be and i'm not going to sit here and say that you'll earn thousands of pounds because you don't believe me i haven't <laughs> But they are really good if you are someone who is paying off a lot of debt or like like me, you were on a low income because you're on furlough. It's helped that extra 50 to 100 pound a month. It helps massively. I've been able to use that money to put towards, you know, my emergency fund and things like that. So definitely answering um, surveys, using survey apps, selling your unwanted stuff online as well. You'd be surprised what you can make from the stuff that you think you, oh, I don't like that, but someone will buy it. So like eBay, Facebook Marketplace, all those sorts of um, sites. Um, selling your products online, that's what I do. Um, I sell planners and uh, planning trackers and sheets on Etsy. So I've started my own small business. So I've been doing that the last few months and so far, so good. Uh, and like, if you if you sell, you know, if you make necklaces, sell them online. My friend does it and she's done really well. You know, all those sorts of things can really help you earn extra cash. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, maybe you can actually tell us a bit about the budgeting tool that you that you do um, on Etsy and, you know, how your users may have benefited from it. Yeah, so I, I create um, planning sheets, really. So uh, monthly budget trackers, spending trackers, um, can't think what else I do now, but all those sorts of um, sheets to help people either plan their days, weeks or months a little bit better or to plan their budget a bit better. You know, it helped, it's helped me on my journey. That's why I have shared it, um, you know, and it's very reasonably priced as well because I appreciate that people are, you know, on a budget. And I think my followers have really enjoyed it. They especially love the savings trackers. So they're colouring in sheets. So I've got um, this really cute one and it's an emergency fund and it's got these little piggy banks on it. And you can save yeah. a thousand pack if you follow it and people can colour it in. And it's a really good like interactive tool. You know, people put it on their walls, um, in their planners, you know, wherever they want to put it. And they seem to really love it. So um, sharing that has been fun as well um, because it, it means that people are liking it and it is helping someone as well rather than me just creating them because I like creating them. <laughs> and if some of our users or followers, sorry, want to get access to that, how would they do that? Is it just get in contact with you, following your page? Yeah, so um, if you just go to my page, I've got a link in my bio and all my links for absolutely everything that I use. So all my survey apps, my Etsy shop, YouTube channel is all on there. So you can find Amazing. everything. Fantastic. Amazing, amazing. 
last, I guess, I guess, last couple of questions that we probably have, right? Um, obviously, with quite experience in sort of the budgeting and the money space, is there any other key, key not, I wouldn't say influencers, but people that, you know, that you'd recommend your users or our followers to potentially follow who also provide very valuable advice and can maybe benefit from? Yeah, well, I've got so many. Um, <laughs> I couldn't name them all. Um, but I've got uh, Looking After Your Pennies. She's fantastic. She shares some really good content. Thrifty Londoner. She's awesome at side hustling. Uh, Katie Saves. She's good at sharing side hustling and how to be frugal. You've got Project Frugal. She's also fantastic. Frugal Cottage. They're awesome as well. <laughs> um, there are so many people out there um, that are willing to share their journey. You've got all sorts of people, you know, people that share how to pay off your mortgage quickly, like someone like me who's young, who's trying to save for a house deposit. You've got someone else who is, you know, teaching you how to save money on your food bills. So just any, basically anyone I follow, pretty much you'll learn something from them because they're fantastic. It's such a great community of I will say mainly women, but quite a lot of men as well, um, who all, you know, share the same thing. We all want to look after our money. We want to take control. So any of them, go follow. <laughs> yeah, that, that's really great. And I think one, one thing me and Neil have noticed in terms of like the whole sort of community that you guys have is everyone is so supportive of each other. There doesn't really seem to be any sort of like competitiveness. It's almost like I follow you, I like your content, I'll reshare your content on my page and you know, it's almost looking after the followers as opposed to the person who's running the page, right? They want to do what's yeah. best for the followers, which which we absolutely love. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I couldn't have got to, you know, 10K without having the advice. I mean, those people that I've mentioned, all of them have helped me the last six months. Um, they're amazing people anyway, but to help you with Instagram and just just someone simply liking your post and sharing it on their page it means so much and i and i still get really like oh thank you so much when people share my stuff because it means the the world when someone's willing to take 2 seconds to actually repost your your content so so yeah it's a really great community and you feel like you could be honest as well so i share my successes but i also share my mistakes and things that have gone wrong you know, and people are there to pick you up and go, listen, I've done the same thing. Forget it. We'll move on together. And it's, it's great. Fantastic. No, cool. I think I think we've had a fantastic conversation today. It's like I said, the first one we've done like this. So again, we'd like to thank you for your time. Um, hopefully, hopefully we can get a lot more people working towards achieving their goals from a money and saving perspective, which is fantastic. Um, yeah. if there is anything that we get asked it would be great if we could direct them to you if they have any particular questions from our followers um, and it'd be great if we could do another one of this in the near future yeah sounds good Absolutely. to me fantastic well thank you thank you for listening today um, it was a brilliant session um, and as always um, if you want to check out Hannah's page go to budget with me um, or visit Tuck and, and we can help you out with that thank you thank you